0: This is Allie Klein for Chirp Radio, and I'm here today sitting down with local group So Pretty to discuss their forthcoming record, Suck It Up, out on Bernice Records and Tapes.
1: I'm Rachel, and I sing, I play guitar, and ukulele, and once in a blue moon I play bass.
2: I'm Ashley. Um, I play guitar. I sing. Sometimes slide guitar. Not actual slide guitar. Slide guitar with like a
0: beer bottle.
3: I'm James and I play bass mostly. Occasionally I get to play the guitar and sing.
4: I am Stefan and I play drums. Just the drums.
0: Tell us about your new record and what's different about it. We've been together longer, so we were more comfortable with
2: one another. But I think the uh, the subject matter of the record is a little bit more diverse than the first one. Stefan sings on it. James sings on it. There's a lot different genre bending songs on this. There's not so much angry
4: feminist punk. We look at like our old record and we're like oh god it's terrible it doesn't really represent who we are and this album does
3: the biggest thing about this album was the first one ashley and rachel showed us something and it was what do you have for it and we just threw whatever we had at it and just put it together but this one we all got to know each other a lot better and we'd bring an idea and formulate it together you know stefan's got an extensive career in music so he had insight on on some of my bass lines and forming the songs together we got to experiment with our sounds with uh, the ukulele and one of the songs some of my songs are a little bit funkier, some of them are a little dancier. We got to experiment with each other and build it together as opposed to just kind of slapping our own pieces onto it.
2: Our first record was a lot of like angry feminist punk because that's kind of where me and Rachel were when we when we started. And I think um since we've had so much time to be a band and to uh perform as a group and form this like really solid I don't want to call it fan base. It's like, I call it friend base because I think like everyone that comes to our shows, I consider them our friends. This record is more about them.
1: When we first started, it was kind of like me and Ashley weren't getting the support we needed, so we were really angry about it. This second album is more of just like, well, we don't have all that anger that we used to have. I mean, we're still pretty angry people, but like it's more placed in love. I think a lot of the anger
2: that comes off of this album, because there's still a lot of really angry songs, are less about um, people not supporting us and like kind of the stuff that we've we've come up against um, being in the music scene. The kind of like selfish, sellout kind of attitude that happens. The like really narcissistic, ego maniacal things and people that you run into and this band's never really been about that and the songs are are kind of a reflection of that like one of the songs blueberry blues is going to be on this record is about people who will do anything to be famous and that's not anybody in this room I
0: The focus is less on learning your instruments because when you guys started, Ashley and Rachel, you really just didn't know much about how to play the guitar and you learned really fast and like you're really great on stage and that energy, like that's something you can't learn, that's something that you just have. We just go at it and we have fun because
1: that's what it's kind of all about. Like we wouldn't do it if it wasn't fun and it still is. It's still like a learning process for us. Like we honestly could be better musicians, But I would rather be a more honest musician. I switch it up. I play bass on a different song. I don't play bass. So for a couple shows, I was like, this isn't the bass part, but I'm doing it anyway. Like it was, you know, like we're still just like being ourselves and doing what we want to do. And uh, I think that comes through is that we're very genuine. We put on a show, but we're not pretending to be people that we aren't.
3: Working with these guys, I don't feel an expectation to be a certain way. Whatever I want to wear, they let me wear. They suggest things. They tried to get me into some outfits, but there's never a, this is how we're going to be tonight and you need to be like, you need to act this way.
2: Because I have not been playing music that long. I still look at music and the musical experience and going and seeing live music as like a fan. And I remember what it was like to go see bands just like statically stand there on stage. And I always thought like if I ever got a chance to do that, I would really not want to be that person. Um, When we get up on stage, it's really just a heightened version of our own selves. We are actually that clumsy. We really are that loud and obnoxious. We really do make dumb jokes and like... (laughs) It's more about what we can give to the people that come to see us because they're the only reason we're allowed to do that. If they didn't show up, like we would just be screaming into an empty room, which I mean, I'd probably do that anyway. But it takes something away when you're so focused on yourself during a performance that you can't give of yourself to whoever the audience members are. We are letting people up on stage now. I think that's just kind of going to start happening more and more. If you come out to our shows and if you know like four words of our song, we will grab you and bring you up on stage and probably either give you a guitar or make you sing because we don't want to do it anymore.
0: Kevin, you were talking about how you've been playing music for, you know, two decades now. What do you think is different about the Chicago scene? What brought you back here compared to places like you've lived in, Portland and
4: L.A. and and Sweden? Chicago, it, it just feels like home to me. And there's something about that that makes it very comfortable and makes me happy. The one thing I actually love about the Chicago music scene, they're all huggers every single person goes up to you and it's like hey man it's really nice to see you it doesn't matter if that person's like your best friend in the music scene or an acquaintance or a person in another band that you really respect and love or a person that you just despise and hate they'll still hug you you know everyone hugs you and like there is a sense of community and family in Chicago that is pretty much unknown to me everywhere else that I've ever visited or lived.
0: Do you have a favorite place to play in Chicago?
4: I would say that Empty Bottle is my favorite place to play, one because of just like how legendary it is and in the my long music career so far, never got to play there. And now in the span of how long so pretty has been a band, well, we played there five times now, I think.
2: Probably Margaritaville because it is just mayhem in there. It is the craziest place. I know there's like so many other like DIY venues that have like really high standing and they have like status and stuff in the DIY community. But that place is like a no joke. It's just a room that you shove a bunch of people into and it's so hot and it, it just reminds me of like exactly the kind of like, you know, punk houses that I, I love.
3: The LiveWire Lounge, they've always been super nice. That one was a lot of fun, for, from the ones I can remember. Um, that one was definitely a lot of fun, and I, it was probably our sweatiest set. I think that we had had our sweatiest set a week before at, in somebody's garage on a hot, sticky day in the summer, and then we went there, and it just topped it, and it was just gloriously disgusting.
0: We also did kind of a mini tour a couple months back. Are there any tour plans for the new record?
2: If we, if we announce this, maybe we'll actually do it.
0: So we are talking about doing a
2: UK tour. Like in the fall, like the end of this year, we have a lot of different connections through Rachel because Rachel actually lived in England for a while. And um, we have uh, friends and uh, bookers and stuff over there. So depending on how well the record is received and if we actually can afford it, we are going to try and do a UK tour at the end of this year.
0: Chicago's great because it's such a communal scene and that's something that's very important. So if you guys could each pick one band to tell people about, what would that band be that's on your radar right now that maybe our listeners may not know about? I know that a lot of people
2: out in the burbs probably know about them, but maybe not in the city is Diarrhea Sprinkles. The girls in the band are like the nicest nicest girls ever. Um, the only problem is they are I think they're both really young. Oh, so she is turning 21. Okay, so like I've asked them if they could play with us before and they're underage.
4: <laughs> both of these bands actually played with us at the shack last weekend. Uh, one being absolutely not. Donnie, Madison, and Santiago are three of the nicest people that I've ever met. There's a theme here. Like, all of our favorite bands are nice people. You know? That's number one. And number two would be Lever. Such sweethearts they're all like you know like the boy next door and then they get on stage and they like rip your freaking throat out with like how rockin' they are i've never met a band so like dedicated to what they want to do they'll like literally play anywhere i think if we ask them to play like in the dumpster behind our house they'll be like oh
3: what time should we show up guys bosley mongo They've been playing Chicago a little bit more because they recently got back together. Constantly doing things for their community, always trying to outreach and and help out, whether it be making donations to Planned Parenthood they did for one of their shows, or or just activism in general, or promoting shows and, and DIY shows and venues.
0: people find you on the internet we're on Facebook we're
1: gonna be putting this next album out on Spotify so pretty.bandcamp Instagram is so pretty banned we also have a secret Twitter account And FYI
2: that Twitter account is only updated once a month when Rachel and I are on our periods
1: it's just like bad menstruation
2: like tips like how to, how to avoid cramps and stuff literally so
0: don't go there it's nothing good well, thanks so much, guys. Thanks for having me in your home and sitting down with me and talking about the new record and stuff. You can find this and other Chirp Radio interviews and podcasts at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.